Good afternoon and welcome to the last episode of 2021, the happy half hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Weight Loss Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley, Coach for Female Entrepreneurs and Feng Shui Practitioner. I'm excited to do part two. I know <sighs> there was not enough time for all of this in part one. So it's New Year's. We had to talk about Christmas. Now we get to talk about New Year's. So, oh my God, are you so excited for 2022? I am. I am. I feel like I had so many shifts, like so many mm. amazing up levels in 2021. And I feel like 2022 is just going to be the year where magic frigging happens. I swear it. That's how it feels. I feel this every single year, but well, yes, I feel there like is to that. my core. I, I'm always the eternal optimist, but I feel it to my core this time. It's like 2020, 2022 is going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. So I love Super that. Fun. And I want to know about what you do on New Year's Eve, what you do to kind of prepare yourself. Because for me, this, the week between Christmas and New Year's is like the one where I really, I take a look back and I look back at all the amazing things that happened to me, good or bad. I look at all the things that have, have happened for me, I shouldn't say to me, but for me. Mm -hmm in 2021 and then, or in that past year. And then I really look to be grateful for it all. And then I look to be in desire for 2022. Mm -hmm. Like what, do, what do I want my 2022 to look like? What is it that I, I desire it to feel like? And I actually wrote a letter to myself on as this, as if it had happened, like on on December 31st, 2022. That was one of my journaling prompts that I did. Yeah, it was so powerful, like just, and it puts you in this space of like, what do I, what do I desire? Like, what can it be in this like sense of wonderment and excitement and gratitude mm -hmm. for what's to come, you know, like, yeah. and we spend so much time in the day-to-day shit in the every single yes. day worrying about things and and there you know I, I love this quote where it says um if it won't matter in five years don't spend more than five minutes on it yeah but we tend to spend a lot longer than five minutes on stuff that won't matter in like two days yeah. and so I don't know I really I've heard that this is the power of manifestation, right? One foot in gratitude and one foot in desire. And it's like this sort of walk of manifestation. Mm -hmm. And that's really how I feel this week is, has been for me. One foot in gratitude and one foot in desire. Mm -hmm. So oh, I, love I, I, yeah, I've spent a lot of time journaling and, and really reflecting. And so it's been super powerful, mm -hmm. but I want to hear about what you, you were telling me about this thing that you do, which I am like, I'm so excited about because I've never heard about it. Like this is the okay. first time I've ever heard. So it is a book. It's called Life Cycles by Christine Delory. And I have had this book, gosh, 15 years, probably. Hmm. I would say 15 years. So the first thing that you do, and I would recommend getting it, 
you can go on to um, Amazon. And here's a funny story. One of my girlfriends from Houston, her and her daughter and some girlfriends came up here and we spent the weekend together and we were doing her numbers, her daughter's numbers. And she's like, oh my God, I have to order that book. So she took a picture of it. She went home and ordered it. She sent me a picture of it when it came in. She got a signed copy of the book by Christine Delore. Now it what? wasn't from her, but whoever sold it sold a signed copy. So she felt like the universe was like giving her this, like, yes, you did this wow. is what you were supposed to do. And that's so cool. Cool. Like she bought a used one off of Amazon. It was a used one, but it was signed. Cool. And I awesome. think that's crazy because I cannot imagine selling this book. But anyway, the first thing you do is you get your <laughs> destiny number and it talks about your life path and kind of the things that you're going to experience and learn and what you're here to, to do. Super cool. Um, and then you go year by year. So then you do it by your birthday and that's how you come up with your number. You just add it all together. And when you're looking for your specific year, so for me, 2022, when I do my birthday two six in the year, I put 2022 and then add it all up and then add that number to get to. so I'm a five this year which get okay. this it's a journey of change freedom and new experience what? yeah and then it summarizes your year and then it goes starts with January and it goes month by month and what's really interesting about this is that I've been through all of the cycles many times. I've had this book a long time. Um, I have my favorites and I have my ones that scare me when I hit them. Um, okay. like, I don't like your seven, but I have learned that beautiful things happen in your seven. Hmm. I love your eight because your eight is all, you know, it's a, it's a money year. Right. And, and then your nine is amazing. Because you're like wrapping things up and getting ready to start something new. Okay, so it goes by numerology, mm -hmm. right? Because yeah. year nine would be karmic completion, year eight, yeah. abundance. Mm -hmm. Wow. And the seven is the spiritual number. So it's really work on yourself. And sometimes it's really hard. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so typically, you know, New Year's Eve is our anniversary. Um, we go to church for a uh, burning bowl ceremony. And it's a Ooh. beautiful ceremony celebration that the, the choir, it's like six of them. Um, and they are soulful. It's almost, it reminds me of being, not that I've ever been to one of these churches, um, but I see it on TV and it kind of fills your soul. But like yeah. an old um, Southern Baptist, um yeah a black southern baptist church with the all that big soul. huge choir and the beautiful well, no, music I mean, the, the, i'm talking about the way they sing and their soulfulness mm -hmm. in there yeah. and people are up and moving their bodies and um you just you just feel you feel it and and so that's what roderick and the celebration remind me of even though they're not the big choir just mm -hmm. what they they, they bring you to your feet. But anyway, wow. you go to church, they're singing, and then there's a meditation and you're thinking about what do I want to let go of? What am I doing or focusing on or whatever 
in this moment that I don't want to take into next year. And it might be something I'm carrying from childhood. It might be something Paul said to me on the way into church. It might, you know, I mean, it, it doesn't have to, to be just from this year, but as, as they're singing and then the meditation's going on, you have all of these things come up like, oh, maybe I'm resentful or maybe I'm a little angry or maybe I'm not in love all the time. And uh, maybe I'm fearful and I'm scared of this and, you know, and so you just write wow. all of it down on a piece of flash paper and then the music stops and then they talk for a minute and um we go row by row up to the front of the church and there's a bowl that is on fire <gasps> in the in the front of the church and so we go up there and we put our flash paper in to the fire and it like zaps it like it doesn't even burn it it zaps it because it's flash paper but it's a cool representation of how we're just letting that shit go. I love it. Like that gives me chills. Yeah. And then we go back to our seats and we write out what we're going to create in the next year. And I have saved some of the kids that they wrote. Cause you know, we do this every year. And if, when they were little kids, they would get into it. And Aww. it was fun because Back then, they used to mail it to us. They haven't done that in years, but you would write, this is what I want to create. And they, they prayed over it in the office and then mailed it to you in six months so you could see where you're at. Wow. Isn't that crazy? But anyway, that's that what we so do. Cool. We, we go to church. We really set our intention for the year. Um, then we would come home and make dinner, typically appetizer kind of stuff, just junk food, um, mm -hmm. especially when the kids were little. And we would play games and that was our new year's eve now it would finish with me reading about my year um because right. i want to kind of know where i'm going the next year but um you know now the kids are grown and they're doing their own thing on new year's eve so we might just get to get out and play nice of course you know COVID's nice. raging so we'll we'll see how far we get but yeah. <laughs> Maybe to the front door. <laughs> Maybe. Oh, for a walk. But there you yeah. go. A walk is always good. Aww. Well, what about you guys? What do y'all do? That's amazing. You know, I, I used to, for years, I would make a New Year's resolution mm -hmm. for years. And I would sit all day and think about my New Year's resolution, what I, what I wanted to create and what I wanted to achieve in that year. And what I knew was that, and for the most part, I would forget what my new year's resolution was, mm -hmm. you know, or it would be the exact same thing that I had for the last several years. And like, you know, if you make a new year's resolution, that's the same as last year's new year's resolution, and you didn't achieve it last year, you go in with this like impurity almost, right? Like this, like, yeah. this is what I want, but I sucked at it last year. Mm -hmm. And it's one of those things that's like, you know, like years ago, it was like, I want to, I want to get down to my goal weight. Well, if I have that new year's resolution for five years in a row, my six years probably not going to look any fucking different. And so I really thought about that. And I, st I've started shifting what I do. Um, 
So I always do a vision board and I do mm. it with a feng shui vibe, you know, like using the bagua map so that I know that it, it brings me some, I do everything in a bagua map, I think, but like, it feels to me like then I know that I've got a good balance of what mm. I want. It's easy to say, I want a million dollars. I want to win the lottery. I want a trip to Europe. I want, and, and it's like, everything is sort of money based and mm. or experience based and sometimes we forget about the like I want a, a stronger deeper connection to my family or like all of those sort of like you know unique things that yeah bring us balance so for the last several years I in my office I have a cork board and so I just put things on my cork board in the bagua map and I I redo my vision board, but I also, um, I choose a, a year, a word of the year. Mm. And this is like the word that I carry through with me for the full year. So one year, it was a few years ago. Um, my word was bold and I oh. had the word bold on my vision board in my office so that I could see it because a lot of times, you know, you, you, you make these words and then you forget what they are. You don't pay attention to mm -hmm. them. So I intentionally place the word somewhere in my space so that I, I always can kind of like, it's like getting into the vibe of what I want for the full year. And sometimes it takes a while, um, you know, for me to kind of come, come to it. Like I've heard mm -hmm. so many good good words like extraordinary and just even love right like it, it's yeah. purest form mm -hmm. um abundance um next level vibes i mean you know like any anything really and i think for this year i've been really toying with celebration oh i think i love that. a lot of Yes. And a lot of times I have been working so much on my next goal and my next goal and my mm. next goal. And I forget to celebrate in the moment. Mm -hmm. And when I look back over my 2021, some of my most amazing times were not when I achieved what I wanted to do, but they were the celebration that I experienced when I achieved it. So like yeah. when I retired or quit, quit my, uh, 23 year career with the government, Cam bought me this bottle of Dom Perignon and it, I'm telling you the 23 and a half years that I spent working for the government, when it ended, it was fun. It felt great. I felt like I mm -hmm. left on a high note. I felt good. It felt like completion, the celebration was next level wow like just sitting and and like having this expensive bottle of champagne in these beautiful champagne glasses and it just felt like i'd stepped into next level me and so it was like i realized in that moment how i had been robbing myself Mm. of the celebration piece mm -hmm. why do we and do why do we do that 
I mean, it's the craziest it's like, thing. I know. Because there it's are like so next, many things that happen to us really daily that we should be stopping yeah. and celebrating. I mean, at least acknowledging right. and feeling gratitude for. And we just, mm -hmm. oh, I'm too busy to acknowledge that. Right. I'm going to get excited thing. about that. Or, or even, you know, when you, you like set these big, huge goals. And so maybe your goal is like, I, I don't know, let's say your goal is $10,000 a month or like, I'm just thinking in money terms right now, but let's say your goal is 10,000 a month and you were making none. <laughs> All of a sudden you can hit $9,000 a month. And instead of celebrating the living hell out of that, right. You spend time in shit. What did I do wrong? Cause I didn't hit my goal of 10. How am I going to, you know, what am uh -huh. I going to do here? I didn't hit. We don't spend time in the, in the real celebratory gratitude, right? Like we might be grateful, you know, you grab your Oprah journal and your gratitude journal and you write down your five things. I'm grateful for my copper mug. I'm grateful for, you know, I'm grateful for the 9,000, but like you don't have a special meal. You don't have mm -hmm. a special bottle of champagne. You don't sit with your family. Like it was, it was so wonderful. Cam had bought me the champagne and I can't remember the exact wording, but it was so powerful when he said it because he, you know, he said, um, it was, uh, my, my daughter was here, my mom and, and Cam. And he said, so what do you think? And I said, well, I don't know. I, I don't think it's as amazing as I thought it was going to be this expensive bottle of champagne, right? The first, the first sips, I thought, well, it's okay. Like the third glass, it was freaking awesome. But <sighs> you know, but, but he said, but you know, it's not about the taste. It's about the ability of experiencing it. Mm -hmm. Like it's about the experience. Wow. Yeah. And it was so like, that just gives me full on chills because mm -hmm. it was in that moment, it was, it was about experiencing that next level. So one of the things, one of the goals that I have in 2022 is to have 12 of those, 12 of those exceptional moments where mm. I'm celebrating either something that we have achieved, but even better, something that one of my clients have achieved. Mm -hmm. Like, I just, yeah. I want that for my clients as well. Like when they achieve something huge and monumental, I want them to experience that level of celebration as well. Yeah. And it's not always about, you know, sometimes it's about buying the kick-ass shoes. Right. And then really celebrating them. You know, like I, I wear my SJP shoes every single time I do this podcast. I could have easily not bought the shoes and thought to myself, well, it's COVID. I'm not going anywhere. I live in a small city of 15,000 people. Where the fuck am I going to wear these huge heels? And it's not about, I wear them more often than the majority of people. And it's about the experience. It's about celebration. Yeah. It's about like being in that next level. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I know. 
it's I'm telling you, this is like a week of transformation for me between yes. Christmas and New Year. It's just like, yes. it's, it's a huge week for me, I feel. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's, but I it's love, like finishing up all the old shit, wrapping yes. all the old stuff up and preparing for what's coming. Yeah. And, and we get to create. And letting go. Right. That's what's exciting about it, right? Like we get to create and it. I know. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I think, you know, part of the, one of the things that I love to do in mindset work is really this like heightened awareness of our thoughts. And when we can sit in awareness of our thoughts, it is so pivotal. It is so pivotal because we truly can shift our lives and how we feel just, just with the way that we think, you know, like just moving through the emotions, not Mm -hmm. compounding them, not thinking about the thoughts and not, you know, like not making yourself wrong for feeling the emotions, but just feeling the emotions and moving through them and seeing Mm -hmm. everything as a gift. Yes. And when you're feeling shitty, go and do you want to feel shitty? You want to feel shitty, feel shitty for a minute. But if you don't want to yeah. feel like this, you can think some different thoughts and focus on some different things that will make mm-hmm. you in a whole different place. And it's right. funny how quick you can get at recognizing, okay, I don't feel good. I don't want to feel like this. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't get from here to there in one you know, right. snap, but that little by little thinking things that feel better and noticing things that mm-hmm. I like. And seeing things that I'm grateful for, just this little mm-hmm. bitty on top of each other. Before I know it, I've forgotten why I was upset. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. So true. And and just stopping that cyclone of thoughts, right? Like you, so often it's like you start to tell yourself stories in your head. Yes. I feel this happened, and I feel like shit. And then it's like, oh my gosh, well, how am I going to get out of this? And what is going to happen? And how many other things? And what are the options? And Mm -hmm. And you start to talk inside your head and you start to create Mm -hmm. a whole scenario of shit that doesn't, that's not even going to happen. It's not even even real. (laughs) It's not even real. You're not, you're living in your thoughts. And said, you know, if you look at Eckhart Tolle's power of you, there's peace in the now. sorry power of now there's peace in the now like what happened five minutes ago is gone Mm -hmm. and what happened in five minutes you don't know (laughs) Mm -hmm. so just staying within this moment in time right now there's peace Mm -hmm. but what happens is we ruin our peace with all of our stuff that mm -hmm. we talk about in our heads right like what's our self-talk and we've got everything that we need in this moment so when we're freaking out about what if this and what if this and I'll find myself going everything is fine right now oh I love it you know but it's a practice is it just because we're 50 you know I I, that we've I don't know that we've got this (laughs) well I don't know that we've got it yet completely no but personally I've got such a better handle on it and things aren't such a big deal anymore um 
I it's know. Just I've different. thought about this too. I mean, I've mm-hmm. done a lot of personal development and, and I've done a lot of work on myself and just always working to level up, you know, right. my thinking. Um, and I, I think it's partly that I think maybe even sometimes, you know, like I've heard people say COVID being, um, you know, removed from all of the extraneous stuff sometimes has, has had some gifts to it too, right? Focusing mm-hmm. on family a little bit more, focusing on gratitude and for what you have a little bit more. So I don't, I don't know. I think it's partly our age. I think it's partly that we're always working on up-leveling, right. you know, uh, yeah. and, and maybe partly COVID. It and, just took, I don't know. All the work yeah. just finally took. Yeah. But again, it's not like I don't go down the rabbit hole, right? Like if something oh, happens, sure. I'm not saying especially, 100%. Yeah. Especially yeah. I find with things that happen with my kids, like if I'm worried oh. about them, mm. I can go like running down mm-hmm. this rabbit hole like there's nobody's business. And then all of a sudden it's like, okay, you know, I might have, I might have to get someone to pull me back out of here. And I've created so many stories and, you know, how can I control and how can I Sandra, fix and how can I are help? You, are you making shit up? Yeah, <laughs> totally. You know, not perfect. <laughs> I make but shit up too. The one okay. thing, the one thing that I notice is that I recognize it so much faster than Mm -hmm. I ever used to. And I know how to snap myself out of it. I know to recognize and be aware of that, you know, the internal self-talk and also that like emotional soundtrack that goes along with what you're talking about. Right. So it's like, I, I feel so much more emotionally intelligent. And so I can catch myself and kind of work through it and mm-hmm. do all the techniques that I know. But uh, yeah, you know, I don't know. Doesn't it seem like it would just be so easy if we could just make everything so easy for our kids? It would make us feel so much better because we'd be in control. But the reality mm-hmm. is, I mean, I know I walked my own path. Um, we all come here to have go on our own path and they're figuring it out and it's hard to watch, but they're ready for this and they're going to hurt themselves. I mean, you know, they're going to stub their toes or they're going to make bad choice. I know I did. Um, Mm -hmm. And I made terrible choices and I figured it out. And and, if I had someone fixing everything for me along the way, I would have never figured it out. Right. Right. And I, it's so, so interesting because I am like the anti-helicopter parent. Like I would, I would be the one who is like, you know, (laughs) my kids are struggling in like, you know, grade two. And I'm saying to them, even this one day, I remember when uh, my son was in kindergarten and one of the moms, I, I was working and, and so I was not spending a lot of time in, in the classroom. And uh, one of the moms had said to me, uh, did you know that Cole's last name is spelled wrong in the classroom and he's trying to say that it's 
like Priestley is E-Y, but the teacher is saying, just spell it like this, like with a Y. And I'm like, what? That, okay. So instead of me calling saying, okay, please don't have my son spell's name wrong in kindergarten, I'm saying to my five-year-old, okay, go and talk to the teacher, <laughs> show the teacher your lunch kit, and tell the teacher that this is how you spell your last name. I mean, so, but, <laughs> so I didn't actually do anything for them, even probably sometimes when I should have, I made them talk to the teachers and talk to the principals and, you know, all the things, but, what did that but man, them? I was about doing it for themselves. I mean, that I mean, was a huge oh, lesson yeah. at that age. I bet he's not oh, afraid totally. to talk to people now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think about his his last name, no, because his last but, name I mean, is he's not afraid to, spelled wrong. He's not on afraid awards. to talk to his his teacher. No, you know he can go. No. And and if you no. had handled that for him, it could have been a. Yeah. Can you talk to my teacher? I got it. You know, forever. Yes. Well, the other thing is too is that, but you know, on side note. Then I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, I wonder if he's talked to his teacher. I wonder if he's talking, you know, so <laughs> it's not always the greatest, you know, like, I, <laughs> but I'm like, I wonder what he said. And then I'm saying to him, did you talk to your teacher? Did you ask it? You know, so it yeah. was, I was the anti-helicopter parent, but I was like, I cared like I was a helicopter right. parent. <laughs> yes, we do. But I, I remember um, when I was pregnant with my first um, I saw this little stone plaque and it said, um, prepare the child for the path and not the path for the child. Wow. And I bought that sucker because I knew I was going to need it. I wow. knew I was going to need it in my space as a constant reminder every day. And it, it was very pivotal for me because there were so many times where I just wanted to fix it. There were so mm -hmm. many times where I just wanted to, you know, and I'm writing this and down, I still by the way. struggle. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Prepare the child or prepare the child for the path and not the path for the child. Um, and yeah, so I really, I really kind of try to focus on that even though sometimes I fall off you know sometimes I, I do I want to step and in what do um, we learn yeah. when we fall off oh yeah. yeah you know it's it's everything is a learning lesson mm -hmm. like everything is a learning lesson one of the more recently the message that I keep getting from various spaces is let go mm -hmm. so even though I'm no longer preparing the or I'm not preparing the path I'm like energetically yeah. uh, you know holding on to fear in some ways and so I've really been in December for sure the messages that I keep getting is let go let go mm -hmm. and I mean and trust and trust faith believe you can handle pain. I mean, it doesn't really matter what it is. I know I can handle pain. I've handled a lot. And so, yeah, it's this uh, just really having faith in the universe or God or whoever, you know, mm -hmm. um, that is the universe always has your back. Always. So, always. Yeah.
So that has cool. been the most amazing week, but I really, really now want to write out what I want to release and burn it. It's like the most powerful thing. For I sure. still have a fire pit or something outside. Yeah. Well, it's minus 40 Celsius right now. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know that I want to go and sit out there, but maybe it'll burn real fast. I wouldn't mind going, <laughs> doing it. It really is the most amazing, amazing thing. And then we follow it up. So the first Sunday of the year, it's called Whitestone Sunday. And oh. hold on, let me go. I'll go grab something to show you. Sure. I've never heard of this. It's pretty amazing. I have a whole box of the stones. Sorry, there was oh. a little dust from our dogs. That's <laughs> okay. Okay, so here's a white stone. So when you go to church on Sunday, they give you stone when you walk in and you sit, we meditate with it. They have their sermon. We talk about that coming year, what's going on. They hand out stones or we get stones. We write on them a word for the year. So when you were talking about your word. Oh, cool. But you can do this with any kind of a stone. So like we ran out of the white stones. And so I went and got these. And then we did these one year because we do this at church. And then we also do this on New Year's Day with our friends. Nice. So that they can experience the bowl burning and then the white stone. But um, write your word on a stone and carry it with you. And let it be like, a, you don't have to get a white so stone. Excited. You can get it, any kind of stone. But it's, it's, Well, now I want a white one. I'm going to have to, I'll find one somewhere under the snow mm -hmm. and paint it white. There you go. So that I, now I need a white stone, but that's amazing. I love mm -hmm. it. I love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So and cool. the white stone has something to do, oh, with, in the Bible and people got out of jail Paul could explain this so much better. No, oh. so I probably shouldn't even said it because I don't even know how to say it. But everyone gets a clean <laughs> slate is what I'm trying to say. Ah, I like it. So you got some card, I think, when you got out of jail back then. And I'm like, okay. a card might be the wrong word, but you got something. And it represents your clean slate. And so we get a clean slate every year. What do we want to put on it? Nice. Mm -hmm. I love it. And I love but the you know one what? like that you get to write on it. Yeah, and it's your word. But you've got me thinking of bold. I haven't come up with my word for the year yet. Yeah, I bold was my year or was a few years ago, and I made some pretty big bold word uh, moves that year. Mm. Um, what else? I can't remember. I can see. I can't remember what my word of the year last year was because I redid my office, um, like in May, June. Mm -hmm. And I removed my words, see? And now I don't remember what last year's word oh. was. I gotta go back to my blog and see. Okay. But I've been toying, I, like I said, I've been, I've been toying with luxury. Um, I've been toying with, uh, what was the other word? But I really like celebration. I do like I, celebration. Because yeah. every mm -hmm. day should be some form of a celebration. We do right. have a lot to celebrate. 
Yeah. Oh, even the little itty bitty so. stuff. But we are like six minutes over. Oh my gosh. It's, it's the happy 36 I mean, minutes. we just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Happy 36 minutes today, but it's our last episode of the year. Um, wow. My I'm Christmas tree will be gone next time I see you. Oh my gosh. Mine too. Although yeah. you don't see mine in this book, but <laughs> I can't wait for next week. I love Thursdays. Yeah. I love Thursdays, Thursdays are the best day. Like I am they on cloud really nine. All like at work, I'm just like, you know, on it because I'm like excited, like I get to go do my show. I mean, I don't say that, but in my head, I'm like, I know the best. I get to ever. hang out. I get with to Sandra. hang out with the two coolest people at the bar ever. <laughs> ever. Yeah. Well, thanks, Sandra. Happy New Year, and thank you guys so much for joining us. Happy New Year, and we will see you um, next Thursday. Bye. Bye.